question coming from Kevin. Um, how come different tournaments have different rule sets and where is this coming from? And uh, we, we can approach this in two different ways. One, different organizations simply want to make it more appealing from a business perspective. That's a simple answer. And, you know, if you look at ADCC, IBJJF or, um, you know, other, you know, who's number one or, you know, any other organization in jiu-jitsu, you, you will see that they vary based on what their objective is. They are all trying to separate themselves from the competition. So we watch watch their events. I mean, more entertaining the event is, more likely people will watch it. But also there is the other side of all of this, and that's the the, the um, from a student side, from a competitor side. And, and this, I'm going to twist this question a little bit here um, to really talk about that part. And as we enter different events, as we enter different tournaments, it is critical that we understand what event we are entering because the rule sets creates the environment. And this is, this is really the, the important part. The environment, what we surround ourselves by, it, it, that's what creates the circumstances, right? So <clears throat> what I mean by this, if we, if we enter into a gi or a no-gi scenario, the, the, just by that, change the circumstances have changed and we need to adjust to it now, i'm not even talking about rule sets i'm talking about the environment think about it as entering differences between jiu-jitsu wrestling and judo the the all three phenomenal sports but the differences are based on the rule sets that each of those sports has now, it's, sometimes there is this ongoing competition or ongoing discussion, which one is better than the other. And, and see, in my mind, neither. That, that we can't identify which one is better than the other because they are different. The rule sets are different. This is comparing apples to oranges, in my opinion. Now, can judo benefit jiu-jitsu player? Absolutely. Can wrestling uh, help jiu-jitsu player? Absolutely. Can jiu-jitsu help wrestling or judo? Absolutely. They can all complement each other. But because the rules are different in each, it is very difficult, in my opinion, to identify which one is more dominant than the other. And here's the mind-blowing part behind this. You take a D1 wrestler entering a jiu-jitsu tournament, and they will do phenomenal with takedowns. But I do believe they will have a hard time passing the guard and dominating, especially if they end up on the bottom. They, the challenges will be very, very visible to that wrestler. Now, taking a jiu-jitsu player and going into a wrestling room, I mean, we can only imagine what is going to happen. Somebody who doesn't have any wrestling experience and entering into a, a jiu-jitsu engagement with even a very heavy I'm sorry, entering into wrestling engagement with very heavy jiu-jitsu experience, he will have a hard time because the environment has changed. So how do we maneuver around this? Really understanding what our environment is. This is what brings us to the point of being really, really, really successful with those individual um, points that we're trying to achieve. So. How do we process this in a smaller scale? Well, if you're entering into an open mat, open training session, understand what the rules are. This is not a tournament. It's an open session. If, you, uh, if you're engaging into a self-defense environment, 
you can't say the striking doesn't exist because it does. Pulling guard might not be effective. Matter of fact, it might be one of the biggest mistakes you will make. And that's because that environment has changed. Going into a nogi competition, playing a De La Hiva guard, maybe probably is one of the biggest mistakes you will make because the environment has changed. Going into a judo tournament, sitting down or laying, pulling guard and laying down on your back will get you lost. It's over. It's done. See, so it's not how good we are but how well we understand the rules and the environment that we enter. And then what we do with it is really where we have to focus on. And this is really where our success will come from. So be very careful as you do all this. These topics come up very often with many, many instructors. And I even have the question is, what do I do when this happens? And the first question I always ask back, in which scenario? Because self-defense, it will be different. Wrestling, it will be very different. Judo, it will be very different. Being on the street, very different. You will enter IBJJF tournament, this answer will change. And if you go to who's number one, no gi, it will change again. It, 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 ADCC rule set is completely different. So really, really understand what you are entering in. And more, many of us won't be in those scenarios because we don't compete on that level. But I think the same question can arise on a much smaller scale. Which class are you training in? Are you training perhaps with the white belts? Perhaps there are certain things that are not allowed in that class. And that is important acknowledgement. Perhaps you're entering into a black belt only open mat and you need to know what the rules are because that changes what your plan should be or your, what your plan will be. Your reaction will be very, very different. So think about that next time as you engage in different scenarios and different training sessions, different tournaments and different parts because the environment sets the rules. The rules dictate what we will do. And, well, based on that information, we know what our limitations are and how we can play the game because ultimately it is a game. Keep on training. Peace. Thanks for listening. If you would like to engage and send me your comments, thoughts, questions, I'll be happy to bring it up to the show and help you out in any way I possibly can. You can find me on Instagram, BJJ. Until then, keep on rolling. I'll see you guys on the mat. Peace.